Hey, this is Claire. Welcome to Hell Ain't Complicated, a supernatural fan cast because I started watching season 14 and I'm actually having a good time with me as Bo. Can't wait to get to season 14. I'm still stuck in season 12. <laughs> what else is new? I mean, today, okay, today's episode is going to be Sam only. We're only talking about Sam. We're not allowed to talk about anybody else unless it's like important. <laughs> if we talk about anyone other than Sam, we <laughs> we have to tase one another. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not really any supernatural news. Thank God. Uh, only two things I got are perfume. <laughs> perfume Genius wrote uh, Jared Padalecki RPF and it's really gory, but it's also really funny if you want to read it. I guess if you read the Jensen Ackles, you might as well read this one. Cannot wait for the Misha Collins one. Oh my God. <sighs> and the other one is... Uh, Misha news. Was there any Misha news? I don't think there was. Did you All miss I it? I did. What was it? Oh my God. Okay. Um. So the second one was um, he apparently has a production company of his own now that uh, he's working for. It's called like Sherry or something. Oh, no, I looked into it. It's not a production company. It's just, like, kind of banking income bullshit. It's not a production company. Oh, okay. Still. Okay. Good it's yeah. not a production company. And what was the other thing he did? He tweeted some shit, and we were like, he, someone yeah. kill that man. You know that post where every time yeah. it comes around, it just says, I'm going to kill that man. And we just know, we're like, ah, what did Misha do now? Like, <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, without any context, like, the the... The original poster doesn't even have a supernatural URL, yet we all know that it's about Misha Collins, that Misha mm -hmm. Collins has done some shit. He is back on his bullshit. Whenever you see oh, that. on his fucking bullshit. Oh, God, my memory is hazy. But basically, he was a cast in a podcast. I don't think the ratings are doing very good. And he's like, well, at least I know that <laughs> Dean and Cass have almost 100,000 fix on AO3. Because there's Cheers, this, like, bro. fan project to, like, track different um, chip tags and, and fandom tags and their um, analytics. And so, like, the new one came out recently. And so he tweeted about it because uh, Rain and Champion, DCL, is still yep. number one from last year. I think, like, the top ten did not move at all. Like, all of them, like, maintained their same exact position. Yeah, probably. It was weird when I was looking at it. But, yeah, I was like, sir, why are you... Why, why are you talking about this? But, yeah, sir. this is... We're only mentioning that because that is the supernatural news. <laughs> Sorry, <Hi>. Sam. <laughs> also, we just hit the nine-month anniversary of the confession. <laughs> Almost out of year. <laughs> the DC the Heller babies are... <laughs> yeah, they've been born. Like, if you were born on the 5th of um, August this year, no matter what your, your parents were doing when you were conceived, whether they even know supernatural is a thing, you're a DC Heller baby. <laughs> Sorry. God. Rip. So what I did was I went on Wikipedia just to like go through his listings, trivia, all that shit. I wrote some of his trivia down. Some of it's kind of interesting. And one of them was that Sam is in every single episode of Supernatural. Dean is missing from one. Yeah, which is episode one of season 14. And I was like, fuck it. Fine. This is literally a Sam episode, so I'll watch it. And I started it, and fucking the bunker is full of people. 
And he is just telling them, okay, you go work on this. You go work on that. And his mom comes over. He's like, Sam, you should go sleep. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to figure this out first. Don't worry about me. And I'm like, oh my God, this is good content, actually. Samuel. Like, wait a minute. Wait, nobody told me that season 14 is maybe good. I mean, granted, I only watched episodes one and two, maybe three. So I watched the first two episodes of season 14. I was just like, actually, this is kind of good. And I kind of, this is, this is the supernatural I wanted. I think I liked it so much because we got season one through five. Everybody's trying their fucking best to make decent television, yada, yada. Then there's, you know, six through eight where it's like, going a little bit long, but we're going to try and keep shit normal. And then, you know, <laughs> nine through whatever. It's just like, why are- They're really phoning it in. Yeah, I'm just here for a paycheck. Everything is so convoluted. What the fuck ever. So I'm I'm going basically from season eight to season 14, which is, I actually kind of like season 14. Going in, mm-hmm. it's like, everybody knows they've been going on to, they, they're just chilling. Sam is talking to this demon. This demon is just like hamming it the fuck up. This actor is trying to be, trying to make his character queer coded like so fucking bad. He's <laughs> failing at it. And Sam the whole time is just like, uh-huh. Yep. You want to be king? Okay. Yep. Yep. I got it. I got it. Okay. Oh, here's my friends. Oh, you beat them? Oh, wow. I'm so impressed. Okay. Anyway, here's my second entourage of friends coming in. They kill that dude. Sam kills that dude. He like turns to the camera. He's like, there will be no more kings of hell. I'm fucking exhausted. Try me. And all the demons are like, fuck yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Bye. And they just leave. And it's like, oh, this is the vibe I want for the later seasons. Where they're just like, at the very least, Sam has like settled into this position of being an a leader of the bunker, which I've always wanted yeah. to be. Like, everybody has just settled into their positions. Like, yeah, there's multiple universes. Yeah, Cass has a son. Yeah, this. Yeah, that. We got it. We got it. How are we going to deal with it, though? Like, even, like, Dean just not being possessed by Michael anymore. And the whole time I was just like, Michael's pretending to be Dean, which might still happen, but it's happened for, it's been going on for so long. It's like, wait a minute, Dean might actually just be Dean now. And he's kind of <laughs> just like, yeah, he kind of isn't being like, it really sucked. I will admit that it sucked. I'm okay-ish. I got to deal with it. And even <laughs> Sam's kind of like, I think he has to deal with it. I'm going to give him a space. He's not even like, Dean, you have to talk to me right now. Like he is in the current seasons we're watching in this podcast. Like, they kind of just know, like, all right, I got to give him the space. He'll come to me when he can. Dean, in the episode two, they're hunting. Uh, they're, like, going on a hunt. It's kind of hard to explain. I don't I don't fully understand what's happening. I'm just here for the mm-hmm. vibes. And Dean is, like, getting really pissed off. And he's, like, interrogating him. So I'm like, oh, God, here's the angry Dean that I really don't like about the later seasons, especially, like, season eight, season nine. And fucking Dean, at like the end of the episode, he's like, I went off the rails there. I'm sorry. I'm not coping very well with being possessed. I'm trying to figure my shit out. And I'm like, huh? Uh, is this, excuse me? Is this the shit I've been asking for this entire podcast? Huh? (laughs) You know that, you know that thing where you just hate something for so long 
and then you actually get into it and you're like actually this this isn't as bad as i thought and i kind of <laughs> like it that's me with season 14 so far so far i'm probably still gonna be pissy about it but so far actually kind of like it and sam i just the bunkers full of people holy shit there's like 12 <laughs> of them at least that's amazing yeah that is really cool like see that's 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 kind of what I, I want for Sam to like have that settled position in his life, you know? And that's what I think my problem with Sam, like, especially in the later seasons, like, there's always a problem with Sam. There's always a problem with Sam. Sam I mean, that's is, like just every season, yeah. all the time. There's always a yeah. problem with Sam. There's like, he's, yeah, he's drinking blood. He's doing the trials of hell. He has bad hallucinations of hell. Yada, yada. Like, I'm, I'm gonna be real, like, as funny as it was when Cass was like, <laughs> you seem troubled, but that was, that seems to be, <laughs> what was that that he said? He's like, you, you seem troubled, but, um, he's like, so most of the time yeah. I don't comment on it. And yeah. it's just like, yeah, I mean, yeah. that was so bitchy and hilarious, but also, yeah, you're right. He, he is always troubled. That is just kind of how his life is. <laughs> That's just how he fucking is. Season 14 finally actually kind of did what Sam always needed. Sam? So, okay. I'm connecting some dots that may not make sense, but I'm going to try to make sense of them. I am. I have been working on a Sam thesis statement all day. So, the thing about Sam, the, like, Sam's thing has always been trying to figure out his place in the world and who he is. He wants to be a normal person, and later on, he he knows he has to keep hunting. He has to be part of the hunter life. And it, he can't find the balance in between. That's because season 14 has complete. what I've seen has completely proved it. What Sam needed all along was a fucking community that perfectly balances. Sam needed to be the leader of the bunker. He needed people to be in the bunker and for him to share his expertise and help other people with what he knows so that he can care for other people while also being able to help like normal and just doing his job. Am I making sense? Yeah. They figured out his thesis. Like I'm watching this episode. I'm like, Sam is self-actualized. Yeah, he's (laughs) being a little bit self-harmy about like not sleeping, but- he kind of knows that he is and this is important to him and it's okay to push yourself a bit when you know you you need to do something. This is important. But the rest of the time, he's just like, I know exactly what Dean is going through. I know. And fucking Nick is there. He's been, he's like freed from uh, Lucifer's possession and Sam is like, I understand what you've been through. We're going to work through this. You've just got to take it easy and go through it. And then he kind of leaves him and he, Nick starts falling apart because he doesn't have Sam to help him out. You see what I mm-hmm. Sam needed a community. That's literally what he needed the whole time. And then they did it and then they took it out in season 15, I guess. Well, I mean, I guess one of the main reasons that he hated the life was, of course, moving around, living dangerous, uh, a dangerous life. Like his dad was an asshole and both of them were in danger. And of course, his father was in danger as well on purpose fighting yeah. and killing and blah 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 whatever fighting and killing and biting and biting <laughs> but also well he was moved around i don't think he stayed one place for a full school year until i i think in the um i think when we read the journal like john let him stay someplace 
and like got some like base in like California or something like that for the last two years of his schooling or something. Yeah. Of course, that's his whole thesis. He wanted a community. He wanted a life, not necessarily a normal life, but like he wanted to be able to stay in one place oh, yeah. and have friends and talk to people. Yes. He wanted he wanted yes. a life outside of the family. Dean never gave a shit about that because his life was his family. And John just never gave a shit. <laughs> here's here's my fucking thought. Here's my fucking thought. Oh my god, I am having so listen, I never have Sam feelings. I am having all the Sam feelings today. Thank God. For once. I, I feel so powerful right now mm-hmm. because I have Sam, Sam Cass, and Dean feelings all within me at the same <laughs> time. So, okay. The show has kind of said multiple times that, yeah, Dean emulates his dad so, so much. He wants to be just like his dad. He has his car, his jacket, his music, all that. But Dean will never be his dad because Sam is so incredibly like John and how, like, stubborn it is and how he'll just stick to his fucking guns and yada, yada. The thing is, the thing here is that makes a difference is that John... When he tried to stay in one place in the book, Sam got kidnapped and he was like, well, we got to go. We got to go. We're going to be hunted. Mm-hmm. What Sam is doing here in season 14 is th- they have a bunch of like threats coming at them. And Sam is standing his ground. He is standing right there and mm-hmm. saying, yeah, all right. Fuck with me. Fuck with me then. I'll fight you right back and I'm not leaving. You can keep coming at me, but I'm going to find a way to outsmart you every single time. I am not fucking moving from my spot. And that is not what John was. John was a fucking coward. As soon as the, as soon as there's the tiniest hint of something bad happening, he would just pick up their his kids and leave. Hot take. And Sam refuses to do that. I love that. I love Sam's that. Sam's like, fuck around and find out. Like, I fought guys worse than you, and I've won. Yeah, there will be no new king of hell. I'm sick of this shit. If you want to be the new king, literally, he says to everybody, fucking fight me about it. And all the demons are like, no, no, I'm good, actually. See, I haven't even seen it, and I I feel like the vibe is he is fucking exhausted, but incredibly competent. Yeah. That's exactly what Which, like, like just take out the exhaustion, and I feel like if it was less, if there was less, like, high stakes and stress, then this would just be perfect, perfect, this is what I want for you. But it's a little bit too much, like, he, he it seems like a lot of times they like to put, put the brothers at their breaking point. So, like, minus breaking yeah. point, minus the stress, just exhausted, I'm tired, you know I can kill you, you know I can win. This is bullshit. No more king of hell. Fucking fight me over it. He is literally running on several days of no sleep. And he is he is exhausted. That's exactly what it is. Like, I'm done. Like, I am at my breaking point. You guys are fucking pushing me. Do you want me to do you want to see me at my worst? Because I can get worse. I love Sam actually now. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't believe season 14 is like, hey, Claire, by the way, Sam is good now. And I'm like, huh? Sometimes you just have to sit down and take a look past the batshit insane things that's going on with Dean and be like, ah, Sam. Like, sometimes when I think about Sam, I feel like, okay, you know that one, um, a little four-panel comic, they reach out for a, um, 
a can of peaches or something like that, and they see mm-hmm. Miku. It's like, ah, Miku. Yeah, that's how I feel when I think about Sam. Like, ah, oh, he's here. It's him. Yeah. Oh, Sam Winchester. Thank you. Meanwhile, if you think about Cass or Dean for too long, it's like, I might, I might delve into a little bit of insanity here. Not because they're necessarily insane. They are. Sam is too. But... They make me insane. Sam, it's like, I get upset over what was done to you, and I have a lot of emotions about you, but the fact that you exist makes me very happy and comforts me. The fact that the other two exist makes me feel like a rabid animal. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. Like I'm gonna slightly break my nothing but Sam rule, where just watching season 14 and just, it is the supernatural I kind of wanted, where everyone's just like, you know- we are here for our paycheck, but we might as well just start fucking around and having fun and throwing new characters at our characters and see what happens. And like, this is the first time I've really kind of seen Cass and Jack uh, interact. Granted, I already fucking loved them and then watching them actually in person was just like, holy shit. Oh my God. I love them so much. Um, Where was I going? Sorry. I got really distracted. I just love Cass so much. And his son. <laughs> And his son. One thing I kind of noticed was like, Cass, you know, Cass has a son and and Jack is struggling with not having angel powers. And Cass is like, my boy, my sweet angel baby boy, I have been there and you have a family now. And he lists off like all the people. He's like, you got Dean, Sam, Mary, other people that I can't name because I haven't seen all the characters. He lists like multiple people and he's like, you have all of us and you are not a lesser fighter because you're not trained in combat yet. And also, oh my God, there was a scene with Jack and Jack and Bobby, just those. Oh my God. I can't believe season 14 is giving me feelings. (laughs) (laughs) And, and then the next episode, Jack solves how to save somebody by himself by himself and he figures it out and oh, oh, i'm so proud of i'm him. so proud so of proud. him the thing i kind of noticed was that you know Cass has figured out his place as a father really well and sam has figured out his place as a leader really well they're kind of figuring it out dean was possessed by michael and he just came back after you know being chained to a comet being chained to a fucking son more like really mm-hmm. with michael and he comes back to the bunker and it's full of people. And for a moment, he's kind of just like, what are all these people doing here? I'm Why not are there all these this. people in my house? <laughs> what are you doing in my house? Sorry. Continue. It is, no, no, no. It's, it is kind of funny, but it is so interesting, actually, that in the week, it's only it hasn't even been like a month in the weeks, the weeks that Dean has been gone. Sam has filled the bunker with people. And it's become their their leader. They have a nickname for him. They call him Chief. He has it all figured out. He has a community within weeks. Like, listen, I hate to be one of those, but like, yes. it's because Dean's not fucking there. Like, yeah. Dean is definitely holding him back. <laughs> like, Dean is definitely holding him back. That's kind of what it is. Yeah. Like, Dean really was just like, there's too many people. I'm uncomfortable. Oh, no. Oh, no. What do I do? I don't know any of these people. Like. Oh, baby boy. Oh, no. Oh, no. You know, that's where, like, the Dean learning to cook headcanon comes in. And, like, that little shit sprouting from there. Just sprinkle a little bit of Dean cooking for everybody. Ooh, spicy. Well, not really spicy. No, what's the opposite of spicy? It's just vanilla. 
vanilla shit. Sprinkle a little bit of vanilla Dean cooking for everybody. <laughs> oh, love that. Oh my gosh. Do you want to learn some fun facts about Sam? Absolutely, <laughs> I do. Sorry, I'm a little bit quiet today. I'm just kind of spacey. I didn't get an opportunity to do my Sam research beforehand. Okay. And I just have my my same fallbacks about his autonomy and like his feelings of uncleanness and oh God. I know. Oh my God. We didn't even talk about Sam's autonomy. It really is. Oh my God. It's so much because he really does just have, it's, oh my God, Sam female coded because his body is never truly his it's at the whim of everybody else around him oh trans being sam winchester yeah like the first fun fact i have is i mean we kind of made fun of this we made fun of it i really do genuinely like it it's just the way jared padalekly mentioned kind of mentioned that sam is non-binary a he they which is kind of like jared padalecki of all people Fuck off. You're not, you're not it allowed. It feels you're, like, you, you know, no. when, like, off, like, you know, before we realized she was like a giant, horrible transphobe and generally terrible person, just yeah. the dropping of, oh, by the way, Dumbledore's gay on Twitter. Yeah. And we were all like, yeah. excuse? No. You know what? That That's how I felt. Like, on one hand, okay, Jared, I do like that, but also, um, no, fuck you. <laughs> exactly but like i also kind of we've we've kind of mentioned that before i don't want to focus too much on being like jared shut the fuck up go back to your cop shit he they trans being sam (laughs) yes oh my god it exists it's here it's kind of real amen oh my god it's so good and in another another trivia i have somewhere around here somewhere in my text document is that Sam is the closest thing the Winchesters and Castiel have to a seasoned witch besides herself. And, I mean, you remember in Teen Wolf where everybody <laughs> was so sure that Styles was going to be a witch? And we were yeah. all like, it, it, ju- it just fits. It should have been. It's right there. It's right there. It's right there. Like, come on. It's right there. He's the, he's the one who likes doing research. He's the one. Yeah. Ugh, I just... Why didn't they do that? But like you said, yeah, it fits Sam perfectly with his background with the demon blood kids, his own psychic powers. The fact that- Yeah, oh my god, yeah. Like, they've had to do spells before, and I think for the most part, it was normally Sam working on them, because he does a lot of the heavy lifting for the research. Yeah, he really does. (laughs) It's like about halfway through the series, they're just like, we're just gonna give up on- making dean like do any work other than you know going out and like doing the hard labor of like putting his body in danger but sam does that too like we're just gonna let let dean be the dumb one we're fine with this and then sam his whole personality will be books now i'm like (laughs) i mean i guess because it was to a lesser extent the same thing in earlier seasons but like they both did research and they brought practical um, experience, too. The thing is, they can't have Dean bring in a bunch of practical experience anymore because they've spent the last 15 years together. What yeah. what was he doing that Sam wasn't there for? <laughs> and meanwhile, yeah. Sam's over here just like, yeah, I've been, you know, reading and trying to expand my knowledge of the supernatural shit that we might encounter. What have you been doing, asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, I have like 10 different thoughts happening once about which Sam, because some of this is also coming off from like how much I wish Styles was a witch because Styles, he's the normal guy. Everybody around him is 
like Allison herself is normal, but she has experience with like archery. She is a hunter. Scott is a werewolf. Everybody's a werewolf. Lydia's a banshee. Jackson's a Kamina. Styles is just there. He's just he has there. nothing. He's just chilling. And <laughs> it would have been so incredible to see him use witchcraft as a way to protect himself. And I think with Sam, you know, Sam, he has a psychic abilities and eventually kind of, you know, as soon as like season five ends, he just never, it never comes up again. He's just never psychic again. But he always has a problem with being at the whim of other people. Like everybody mm-hmm. is using his body in, for their means or... You know, he's like soulless. Something is always happening to Sam and it sucks. And it's never his uh, choice. Unless it is literally killing him. It's never his choice. And I think that it would have been so fucking cool if Sam chose to be a witch. Because, like, that's a choice. If Sam chose to use the supernatural for himself in a safe way. Like, I'm kind of thinking of um, Willow in Buffy. So, like, you know, there's Buffy, she's a slayer, she's superhuman. There's Xander, who's the bargain bin Sokka of the group. And then there's Willow, who's basically the same. But Willow eventually starts becoming a witch, and she becomes a huge asset to the rest of the group by using that witchcraft. And it has its detriments. There's kind of actually a little bit of, like, demon blood Sam in there, because she gets, like, addicted to witchcraft. It's complicated, whatever the fuck. But it would have been so cool for Sam to be like, I choose to be a witch. I am making that label for myself. Nobody is putting this label on me. I am choosing it. You know what I mean? You're right. Also, I think what you said about nothing is ever Sam's choice unless it is going to kill him. And yeah. God, that's insane. You're you're so right about that. Every choice is taken away from him. The only choice he has ever been allowed to make other than of course the the pre-canon choices of like leaving the family and all that have been to choose death and that is again another reason why the narrative that supernatural has with death is super fucked up like it is something that the the characters in different ways more or less strive for even though they're fighting against it the whole time like, not necessarily peace and death for Sam so much as autonomy and death, as self-respect and death, as I couldn't choose anything else about my life, so I'm going to choose about my- how I die. And, like, how oh fucked up is that? That is so sad. I have no control over anything in my life, so I'm going to have control over my death. It's fucking so sad. And, like, even then, even when Sam decides he wants to die, Dean still kind of comes in and is like, nope, you're not allowed to die. Exactly. Because I want to die. Even those chances, even those choices end up getting taken away from him. Yeah. Which is, it's just so wild. It's like. him. He threw himself into the cage and Cass pulled him back out. Shit like that. So upsetting. So upsetting. Just like, what, what is, what are you guys trying to say here? What are you guys trying to say about death? Just like, don't, don't you know that your main fan base was a bunch of suicidal gay teen girls? Well, I mean, that wasn't most of them, but like, there were a lot of teenagers who were definitely in a very bad mind frame watching this. I'm glad that most of them stopped before the later seasons. Yeah. (laughs) God. The dude, the dude bros who watched it and the, like, middle-aged Midwestern men who watched it probably felt differently about all that, but <laughs> that's also still not a great message for any of them because our cult- oh god, I'm not gonna- I'm not going I to know. go into the work <laughs> culture of our, um, 
of our nation. <laughs> I mean, you kind of can with Sam. Uh, uh, oh, God, I had thoughts about it earlier, but I can't remember what they are. But that's like kind of my philosophy right now. And I think it's kind of the philosophy of our generation is just there isn't enough community in America. And Sam in the show creates a community and he has it and he needs it. And they need it so bad. And then the writers rip it away from them for the finale. Uh, and everybody hates the finale because there's nothing for them left. There's nothing left for them. Their family's gone. We ha- oh, we have nothing. Like we get like this really vague taste of a kind of family from Sam, but also kind of he's going through the motions. That might have just been because it was a montage, but you you get this like I feel like it was supposed to be bittersweet, but it wasn't. It was just bitter. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my god. The yeah. wife, blurry the face blurry wife. wife. He has not even Eileen. Not even Eileen. And there's literally nothing else that he does other than you see the kid, you see the wife, you see him dying. Like, come on, come on. That's not. That's not how his life was supposed to end. Like th- that literally reads as if. Chuck just hastily scribbled out an epilogue. Like, as much as I hate the Chuck 1 theory, (laughs) like, I mean, that's kind of how it feels, which is hilarious because I do not think that is all at all what the writers were going for, which is why you definitely know that Chuck won. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I am a bit of Assassin's Creed fan. I'm not like a massive fanfic one, but I. Ezio Auditore da Firenze is like one of my fave characters. But the thing about him is he he's like a swaggering playboy and then his family goes through some shit. And then he's like, he's kind of pushing through and he's still pretty cool. But then you kind of like follow him through the rest of his life for like Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood, and uh, the other one that's set in Turkey. <laughs> and you kind of see him become more bitter and jaded with each one. And it's really depressing. And the last time you really see uh, Ezio in canon is one of the games with, um I think she's a, a Chinese assassin. She's really young and, Ez- and Ezio kind of adopts her. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to like recall this from memory. He takes her under his wing, but he is so jaded and so badly affected by everything that happened to him, and he never dealt with it. And he just, my one of my favorite characters ever, Ezio, one of my favorite characters, a lot of people's favorite characters. He's one of the most famous assassins in history in this franchise. He is the most popular, Assassin's Creed 2 is like one of the most popular Assassin's Creed. Everybody loves Ezio. Mm-hmm. He is the face of Assassin's Creed. And he dies sleeping on a bench with nobody who cares about him. It's only this one girl who he sort of took under his wing, but was never fully emotionally connected with that notices that he died, really. Just like the distant father she never had. Sorry, continue. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah. He just dies alone and nobody goes to his funeral, even though he started out so interesting and Everybody loves it. He literally has like a whole town that he builds from the ground. Like you literally like pay to rebuild this town and then it gets destroyed in the next game. It's a whole thing. He kills the Pope. <laughs> he dies alone. Yeah. It's just so <laughs> sad because he dies alone on a bench and it has very supernatural feelings about it. Like very God. Dean dying on a rebar pole. 
feelings. And they're very similar characters, too. They're both, like, playboys when they start the book young and that they get more jaded over time. God damn it, I keep falling for the same character. Dean and Ezio are basically the same, and it's so sad. I'm so depressed about it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, I don't want to give a credit to Assassin's Creed, but Ezio, like, dying of old age on a bench and being so jaded that his protege is, like, so paranoid about everyone around her. To be fair, that seems like it was at least intentional, because that's impactful for a good reason. It was intentional. They did this on purpose, and it was supposed to break your heart, and it's a tragedy. Meanwhile, what they did was supernatural. It was just like, so hapdash. Just like, exactly threw some shit together. Exactly. Like, watching season 14, there's so many people in the bunker, and yeah, Dean is overwhelmed, but... Imagine if he got, like, used to that. Maybe he will, like, I'm gonna keep watching season 14. Maybe he does get used to it. And that makes it so much sadder. I don't want to see... I don't want to see that. That's so depressing. I don't want to see him get used to this new family and having new connections and all this shit just for him to die alone and for nobody but his brother and a dog at his funeral. God damn it, this is supposed to be a Sam episode. <laughs> well, we can still relate this back to Sam because I'm still I'm still mad about how they did his finale too. Like everyone got cheated, but like he closes the bunker and everything. Oh my god. Like what what they're just like, here's some like half-assed good life, you know, the American dream. He got it, I guess. Like, come on. Come on, you think yeah. we're going to be invested in this? And, like, I get it. I get why people hate Dean Jr. Because they don't really hate Dean Jr. They just, it's what every single lazy author ever yeah. did in their epilogue. <laughs> Your version of Sam's Kids is so much better than the writers could ever do. <laughs> I have three fully developed OCs that are all Sam's Kids. And I'm just They're like, so it's good. technically canon compliant with, um, with the finale except for he has two other kids too and i'm just like this is my little au which is terrible because dean's still dead Cass is still in heaven and so it's it's literally just these kids but like i I just they're they're very fun i think i think sam would be an excellent father like i have a lot of feelings thinking about sam as a dad because i kind of like the idea that sam's kids would never ever grow up feeling like their father wasn't there for them and he he would do that on purpose like i mean they would- sam sam grew up with two father figures three father figures really if you count bobby you know there's john there's dean and there's bobby those are his like three father figures so he would know what to do with kids really I think you sorry. No, I also think it's partially because like his father was literally not there a lot of the time and never kept him in the loop. And, you know, I think that's definitely something where he would see that and be like, that's not how I want to be. And then I think his experience with Cass and Jack and Dean would probably also kind of shape how um, he would parent his kids, which I haven't necessarily seen. I kind of like the idea that dean we call him dean jr in the fandom but i mean he's probably not actually junior i've decided i've just called him dj i don't know what the j stands for i don't know where it came from but dj is what he goes by he's dj he's not dean he's dj he's only dean when he's in trouble (laughs) you know yeah he doesn't get in trouble often sorry i have i will not just make this all about my ocs but i kind of like the idea that 
if DJ were, were to call his dad and his father did not answer, he would flip out. Not necessarily because like, oh God, my, my, my dad's not answering me. It would be like, he always makes a point to answer on the second ring. Something's wrong if he doesn't answer on the second ring. Holy shit. Is he okay? Is he dead? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I like to think that he makes a point of being there. And Eileen's a little bit like, okay, um, maybe, maybe chill a little bit on that. But yes, your, your, your children do feel supported and loved. <laughs> I don't think he'd be a helicopter parent, but. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think he would be like, oh, they're 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 fine. Just 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 walk that off. And everyone's like, um, Sam, that's not normal. He's like, oh, it's not. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's like open and close the gates to hell like ten times. Like kids are, <laughs> I, I kids are hard, <laughs> but closing the gates to hell is a little tiny bit harder. Yes, this is true. I just, I like to think that he has like just the weirdest scale for what is normal for a child to experience growing up. A because his life yeah. has not been normal, but also because as a child his experiences were so strange. He's like, "Yeah, that that's a normal thing to do." And everyone's like, "Excuse me?" Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> But thinking about Sam Winchester being a little weirdo is, like, my favorite thing ever. Because he's just such a fun little weirdo. He's the kind of person who you don't realize he's weird until you take a step back. You look at him like, that's a dude. Then you talk to him and you're like, oh, (laughs) you're kind of a freak. Tell me more. Envy Sam is that post about seeing the other kids' um, handwriting styles and seeing that yours isn't the same and realizing something is wrong with you. Let's be real. That's Sam's whole life, though. <laughs> it's a sadder version of it, but yes. You remember, wait, you remember that drawing Sam did of Dean? <laughs> yes! <laughs> like, like, that's the energy. <laughs> Yes. Other people see Sam's drawing of Dean and be like, oh, you're not normal. I don't know if you're queer or other, but you're something. And Sam's like, I'm both, baby. See, one of the things that I, I always really, really wish that, like, I, I want to have an OC who is one of the one of the blood freak children who doesn't yes. have all of the same issues as Sam and is like out and non-binary <laughs> and if they were to be told that they're an abomination they're just like oh that box that's what i'm gonna start telling people now and they're like what <laughs> like are you a boy or a girl nah i'm an abomination <laughs> just like no 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 what's in your pants what's in my pants it fins god like i don't <laughs> oh my god that would have so good if there was someone who's like that. Meanwhile, Sam is over in the corner having a little emo breakdown. Then, like it's like the two different kinds of um, nihilistic non-binaries. There's the one that's like, oh god, nothing matters, and then there's nothing matters. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just have. I mean, usually you know we have episode facts. I just have some Sam facts. So. Sam is non-binary, he, they, mm-hmm. we stand. I have said that Sam doesn't have a taste in music, or as Dean and everybody else is very, like, explicit. But in the trivia, I did find something interesting. So verbatim, unlike John and Dean, Sam's musical preferences seem to bend more towards 80s hair rock, metal, 
uh, opposed to 70s classic rock, evident in his enjoyment of Bon Jovi and Vince Vinicci. Is that what it is? Oh, I don't know what it is. I'm going to pronounce that. And Ladyheart. Uh, while Sam claimed Elvis, Pref- Elvis Presley to be his favorite singer, in reality, he was forced to admit that is he's a fan of Celine Dion because yes. of like some episode or some shit. I just think it's so fucking funny because like everyone's just like, oh yeah, 80s hair rock um, is his thing, which is why um, Dean and, and John prefer the 70s classic rock. And I'm just like, literally all that shit sounds the same to me. If you played me an 80s rock song versus a 70s rock song and you're like, which yeah. one's classic rock? I'm like, they're both classic rock, right? <laughs> Yeah, I could not tell you the difference between any of them. Also, I know that he likes um, Visions by shit. It's on my it's on my Sam playlist. Where is it? It's like the song that plays when Dean comes out of hell, and he's like, "What the fuck did you put in my car?" What? Oh, Visions by Jason Mans. Oh yeah, because he's a friend of um, one of the producers or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's I true. don't know that fucking oh, song. <laughs> But I'm kind of just happy to learn that fact because I've said before, I don't think Sam has a, any taste in music compared when that show was so based in taste of music. But it's based on Dean's taste of music. We don't get Sam's. But now we actually have it. Sam likes 80s hair rock and metal and Visions by Dacian Man. <laughs> Good for him. We stamp. Uh, Sam is a Taurus. Yes. I don't know anything about Taurus. All I know about Taurus is um, Tavros. <laughs> I know they're an earth sign and um doesn't that mean they're normally like, you know, level-headed? Yeah. I don't um, I can see that for him to an extent. I don't know. I just trust things that are associated with earth. I'm just like it's very stable, very reasonable. I trust you already. But I don't I don't know anything about astrology, but I that's what that's what I assume. If if something is associated with the element earth, I'm like I like you, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he was a bender in Avatar, I kind of see him as more of a waterbender, personally. Yeah, 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 I could see that. Yeah, you know, the little bit of healing, but also you can do some fucked up- Also blood, blood bending, bending <laughs> Yeah. I don't even know why I asked. <laughs> um, it doesn't say, like, his favorite drink or anything, but it said, the trivia said, he likes to drink this drink called Red Eyes, which I never heard of, but it's just beer and tomato juice and- Maybe a couple other ingredients. That's disgusting. I've never tried that. I don't want to. I know. What's your problem, Sam? It's fucked up. I think it's just called, it's called Red Eyes. And it's like, what if he drank a drink called Red Eyes? I'm going to commit a hate crime. Yeah. That's kind of fucked up. Nasty. Nasty boy. Norsty. <laughs> uh, Sam's first crush was Rio, a character from uh, season 11 episode, whatever the fuck, called Beyond the Mat. Oh, yeah, one of the professional wrestlers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, a wrestling promoter from season. (laughs) I feel like Sam watched wrestling, but he only watched it for her, kind of like how my mom watched NASCAR for Jeff Gordon only. (laughs) That's just a fun fact about me. We had a poster of Jeff Gordon in our garage. We only just took it down recently. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Jeff Gordon. Oh my god, my mom only stopped watching NASCAR like the last five-ish years it's insane i literally grew up with nascar even though we're both like it's weird it's it's a whole thing i mean i know i know he's a pop he's a very popular um nascar driver (laughs) but holy shit i was not expecting your mom to have a crush on jeff gordon (laughs) yeah she has a huge crush on him he's also a very like bland looking white man like it it would have been very hard to like pick him out of a crowd (laughs) oh definitely (laughs) 
Oh my god, I just grew up with NASCAR and soap operas. Like I just, oh my god, I would come up and be like, "Can I please watch that?" My mom's like, "Well, I gotta find out if Jeffy wins." So no, Jeffy. <laughs> oh my god, Sam definitely gets mom crushes. Like yeah. we, we get to see all of Dean's mom crushes. I'm more interested in Sam's mom crushes. Yeah, I actually wrote down. Uh, Sam's Sam has a dick of death. It's kind of well known. <sighs> <laughs> Uh, the victims of it are Jessica Moore, Madison, Sarah Blake, Ruby, Amy Pond, and Annie Hawkins. Still can't believe they named her Amy know. Pond. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was, a, it was a super who locked times. <laughs> At the time, I was like, oh my god, they named her Amy Pond. <sighs> okay, we get it. Okay, my last fun fact about it. Wait, no, I have a few, a bunch of other facts about him, but I tried to stick with like the facts that are like, specifically him and not tied to anybody else so the last kind of fact like that for him is um he has a fear of clowns yes but he loves true crime and specifically serial killers of course of course he's one of the true crime girls he really is he really is a true crime girl and i love him and i actually was like wait a minute okay so john wayne gacy is like the midpoint between that. And he did actually face John Wayne Gacy, but apparently he just like was like, oh shit, it's John Wayne Gacy. Anyway, stab, stab, stab. <laughs> Disappointing. He did not hesitate. That's how he that's how it should be. No hesitation. <laughs> Murder the bitch. Murder that fucking bitch. Uh last two facts I have is Sam is the only Winchester to have not su- successfully made a deal with a demon. Kind of insane to think about, isn't that? That's kind of wild to think about. He's a lawyer, too. <laughs> yeah, he tried to make a deal when he was, like, really drunk and the demon's like, nah, I don't want to, so, uh, bye. Damn. Yeah, he is a lawyer. Vibes are rancid, sir. <laughs> I think his L-stat score was, like, 174, I believe. It's in the pilot, so double check it's that. It's 170-something. And I know yeah. that it was, like, technically one below L. Woods because there was a- there was Whenever that comes up, somebody, like, on Tumblr has to comment, like, oh, you wish you were Elwoods. You fucking wish. The last fact for I have for him is Sam is spiritually 214 years old. And in season 14, I can see that. This guy's fucking tired as hell. He's so fucking tired. He's supposed to be done. Let him rest. Let him fucking rest. Uh, but it is a little bit like, oh, shit, he's 200 years old. He's maybe a little bit Edward Cullening. Some people, but it's okay. Don't worry about it. Jared Pellock, he doesn't play it that way, so it's okay. I mean, most of those years, he wasn't actually getting any experience. He was just being tortured. Yeah, he didn't really get to, like, sit and think about shit. Yeah. Which uh, Michael and Adam really got to do, because they just sit in the cage. Like, hey, you want to play tic-tac-toe for the 10,000th time? <laughs> and fall in love, oh. maybe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You want to make out? I'm fucking bored. Let's just make out at this point. I, I don't fucking care. God it d- isn't real anymore. Whatever. And then they caught feelings. They caught feelings. So fucking funny. Anyway, this has been hella complicated. <laughs> A podcast about Sam Winchester and Sam Winchester only. But only for this episode. <laughs> next next time we'll be fully back on our bullshit. 100% guaranteed. <laughs> Oh, AUs of the week. Do you have an AU of the week? You go first. I don't really have one. Mine kind of was just like AU where fucking, you know, Cass. His name is Castiel. That's his 
that's his name. That's just his name. So he and Dean get married and he can choose his name. So I I know it's not like the most accurate, but I am I am such a huge fan of Castiel Singer that I want to believe that Cast chooses Singer as last, his last name. And then I want Dean to be like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'll take Singer on. So Dean Singer and then... And Sam takes on Aline's last name, which I think is like Leahy. Leahy. I just really like the idea of Dean and Sam changing their last names to distance mm-hmm. themselves from Winchesters. But like, you know, they're brothers. They're always going to be brothers. Their last name doesn't fucking matter. But just like symbolically distancing themselves for like other people, like getting rid of that codependency. I kind of love that. But you know, at the end of the day, they're always going to be brothers and they still love each other, even if their last names are different. But, you know, getting rid of the Winchester curse. Yes, is what I'm saying. by be- unbecoming a Winchester. Because the whole thing is about the Winchesters and like yeah. their whole thing. They suck people in and everything dies and blah, blah, blah. Well, reject the, the Winchester title. Embrace your new family. Your new yeah, life. Just stop being Winchesters. And like, it's not that hard. It would be no. That's great. I love that because, like, honestly, I hate the whole bloodline thing that for some reason oh works God, yeah. its insidious little fingers into all American media. Like, all American media is about the bloodline, even if it's not. Yeah. And like, Supernatural would have been so perfect to undo that. Even like they could even argue at the end of the day, it's for practical reasons because Sam and Dean Winchester are like five times over dead and yeah. wanted if they're not because the FBI is never sure if they're actually fucking dead. Like, you know, <laughs> they could just be like, well, yeah. I mean, for practical reasons, we're getting married anyway. You already have a last name. Why don't I just take yours? <laughs> yeah. I just love that. Just, you know, getting rid of the Winchester. Yeah. I always love throwing bloodlines to the wind. Who gives a shit about it? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Adoption is an option. That's my stance. Uh, yeah. Do you have your AU? Okay, so my AU of the week. You know what? Let's expand the Scooby-verse. Um- <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> For my AU of the week, I just want a fully expanded Scooby AU. I want everyone there i want everyone to get sucked into a fucking um scooby-doo or wait no 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 no. reverse it reverse it the scooby gang gets brought into the real world oh my god dean does not know how to handle himself he's doing that 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 you know that thing when like a much like a male dog is trying to fight a much bigger one and you're just like what are you fucking doing except for fred's like the same size as him he's just <laughs> fucking Claire is there. Claire and Jack are there. Jack loves Scooby Doo. That's his shit. That's his jam. He's oh, so God. jazzed to meet all these guys. And Claire is just witnessing Dean make a fool of himself. <laughs> Sam is like, oh God, oh God, I gotta hide from Velma. <laughs> because they made Velma be weird with him. You know what? You know what? I'm just gonna erase that. They're just besties. They should have been besties. They should have been They're book besties. besties. You know what? Into the Scooby-verse. Sorry. <laughs> I mean that, but also the fans should redo the Scooby-Doo episode so that Dean Absolutely. isn't fucking slobbering over Daphne the whole time. Let's fucking do oh, a yeah. reanimated. Let's do it, baby. And don't and don't insult Velma by making her like really creepy at Sam. 
Yeah, what the fuck? Oh my god. Just all the talk about his shoulders. Ugh. Ugh. Also, that's such disrespect. She's such a lesbian. He's she's a what? Literally, I remember being a kid and hearing like Velma is a lesbian. Like what the? Oh my god. They made the whole thing so so hetero. You know what? I want to keep that she's into Sam, but again, Sam's a they them non-binary lesbian. Yes, exactly. And also, she's not weird. She's not weird and, and gross to, yeah. Oh, yeah. to him oh, about it. You know, we can we can keep all the cast parts because Cass is so beautifully animated and perfect in that episode. Oh my god! And pairing him up with Scooby and Shaggy was definitely a stroke of brilliance. Like the yeah. very easy option would have been just to throw Dean with them, and then all three of them are constantly eating and being dumb. Fine, yeah. But putting Cass with them, oh, that was genius. That was. Yes, oh. amazing. I love it. <laughs> god. Also just like the the oh my god, just having the upper lip line. Ooh. Mm, that's such good. And fucking like <laughs> Dean looks fucking terrible in the Scooby episode like they fully draw his lips. Sam looks pretty good. He pretty good. Pretty good depiction. He has no weird lip shit going on. It looks like Sam while also being cartoony. Dean yeah. is that Dean awful is- that awful uncanny valley. Cass is perfect and I will never get over it. He looks perfect. I Oh no, uh, one of my friends who's an artist is just like, his face is just so fucking hard to draw. So at, like, she's like, at first I was like, <laughs> how the hell could they fuck up his face that bad? Then she's like, now I'm trying to draw Dean and I just can't fucking draw him. So I yeah. guess he has a very hard face to draw. <laughs> oh, there was this comic by an artist ages and ages ago. I don't think, I don't know if they're active, but it's basically like how to draw Dean Winchester. Draw Tintin. Give him a hard life on the road intense beauty <laughs> that's what it is i don't know if i can find i don't know if i can find that post it is so fucking funny though like it really is that i think the one of the reasons why it's so hard to draw him is it's just as beautiful as he is he does not have many distinctive features he just yeah. has a face and we're like but why is it so pretty then if it's not really distinctive whereas exactly. sam Sam, Sam and Cass, you know, Jared and Misha both have, that's a person's face. That's definitely yeah. a person you're looking at. They look like a human being. Jensen looks like somebody's like, I'm going to draw the perfect human face. This is just, you know. Yeah. Like Cassie, you just draw anybody with black hair and then you put the underline <laughs> like lines, just those two lines under his eyes. And it's like, oh, that's Cass. That's, that's him. That's him. Oh my God. This has been Hell Ain't Complicated, the Sam Winchester podcast. For the most, like, three-fourths, three-fifths of that was Sam Winchester, I would say. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, sorry. I think that's, like, our record. It was mostly my fault I kept talking about Dean. <laughs> I figured it would come in, but we tried our best, and that's what matters. Uh, I'm Dupless on Tumblr, Dupless27 on Twitter, Dupless everywhere. Bo, do you have anything you want to say? Um, well, as normal, please do not seek me out. But <sighs> if you must... The way that you're going to find me is you're, there's going to be a terrible, horrible accident that you're going to cause. And then you're going to realize that for the last uh, 23 years of your life, you've had some latent demon blood pulsing through your veins. And now you have magical powers. And it's all going to come to a head when we have to fight to the death to for the right to be, um, you know, boy king. And... <laughs> When you kill me, please do it gentle, I guess. Because we both know I'm not winning that one. (laughs) Yeah, that's how you meet me. Yeah, amen. (laughs) 
You can find us at Hell Ain't Complicated on Tumblr, Hell Ain't Pod on Twitter. I think we're on Facebook. Uh, we got a Spotify playlist. It's fun. I have a Sam Winchester playlist. I listen to it all day. <gasps> Shit, I never talked about my Sam. Oh, fuck. I wanted to talk about my Sam songs. It's what? okay. I can do it. I think we're going to have a whole other episode about just like supernatural songs. Like the songs. I have so many. I have so many feelings about songs that I think fit well for Sam Winchester. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't talk about them. I fucking forgot. It would have been too much. It would have been too much. It's okay. It's all right. It's fine. We'll get to it another day. Uh, oh yeah misha collins hey uh who do you ship sam with (laughs) misha i kind of want to know we didn't even talk about sabriel i did it in my notes we didn't even touch it in the slightest i mean good on us honestly it's kind of a weird (laughs) it it was kind of just a pairing that existed just to even shit out because, you know, Distel's right there and Sam's like, well, I guess I'm the third wheel. And we're like, well, we can't just have him be a third wheel. So Gabriel, I guess. God forbid we ship him with a woman. The ideal Sam-Gabriel dynamic, if you wanted to ship them at all, fine. But the ideal Sam and Gabriel dynamic is Picard and Q from Star Trek. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. You nailed it. <laughs> if you want some Sabriel content, just find some book card slash Q fic and then like control F Q card. all the names. <laughs> but hey, you got the same shit. It's fine. Don't worry about oh it. Oh my God. Holy shit. Sam is Picard. Sorry. They're very <laughs> similar. I'm, oh God. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're oh right. my God. That's so funny. Interesting. We'll have to explore that another time. I'm going to write that down. All right. Um, Have a great day, everybody, and carry on, my neighbor kids. It's like, okay, so I, okay, so I was doing my Sam, okay, wait, okay, wait, news for, God, sorry, (laughs) I forgot I had Spotify on, so empty chairs and empty tables is just screaming. Just the worst possible podcast music. No. Oh, my God.